0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are we feeling out there, everybody? How is it how's it coming to you? How's it how's it feel? The aura that surrounds the Maryland Black Bears recent home series as they started the East Division final against the Pesky Maine Nordiques. Well, I'll tell you how I feel relieved in one word, that it went the way it did, and we'll talk about that. Hey, how about we do that right now? Friday night, the beginning of the series, the Black Bears and the Nordiques, a rematch of the 2021 East Division Final, which saw the Nordiques sweep the Black Bears three games to Cobb, and uh, now a little bit of a revengeance tour, as the Maryland Black Bears took the ice with uh, quite a bit of purpose, I would have to say, to get on the Nordiques early and often try to combat their speed that they do have through the neutral zone and carry uh, carry through into the offensive zone. A very highly skilled team in Maine that we have seen throughout the season. And things got a little uh, interesting early, a feeling out period for a brief time. And then Maryland got a couple of icing calls that were... Kind of suspect, I would say, and we could say that through the entire uh, game one, where the icing calls from the linesmen on both sides uh, were kind of uh, eh, uh, left a, a little bit to be desired. But such is life. Nobody's uh, nerfied. I saw on a hat once. But uh, off one of those uh, face, off the, one of those icings, created an offensive zone faceoff after the icing. There's a faceoff, and then uh, another uh, frozen puck and then that created the first goal for the Nordiques off a set play, uh, a uh, quick passing play off the draw. Uh, Nick Bernardo with the first goal, his first of the playoff, and that puts Maine in the driver's seat to start off with. And uh, Maine did a very good job of limiting the chances for the Black Bears as uh, they were trying to make sure that the Black Bears didn't get any kind of roll going in that first period, and that uh, yeah, held him a little bit off the end. Uh, nothing doing, some shots on Thomas Haney, but nothing passed him in the first as Maryland goes to the locker room down one to nothing. But a quick start in the second period uh, really helped the Black Bears, and in all honesty, that first period was uh, left a lot to be desired. Uh, Black Bears were just getting beat on pretty much every aspect of the game, the board battles, the passing, uh, breakouts uh, out of the zone. I mean, they, they kind of just got upset uh, in that one. They were, uh, you know, trying to figure out what was going on, tried to calm the nerves, tried to quell the emotions of it being the East Division final, the winner going to Blaine, Minnesota for uh, the Robertson Cup Final Four. But the second period, a uh, switch was flipped, and they get those board battle wins starting off with. Uh, Adam Shankula with a nice board battle win behind the net. He finds Kareem El-Bashir streaking down the middle. Makes no doubt about it. And it's 1-1, only 57 seconds in. That's El-Bashir's first playoff goal. Adam Shankula's first playoff assist. And Caleb Thiessen, who dumped the puck in, second playoff assist of this season. We are tied. It was three minutes later, just about three minutes later, when Brandon Piku would convert on an early power play. Took all of nine seconds. Great passing play at the top of the uh, offensive zone between Braden Stannard and Gabriel Westling. Uh, Stannard then finds Piku. Piku hammers it home for his second of the playoffs, and it is 2-0. Black Bears Stannard's fourth assist, Westling's third assist. Uh, on the Piku goal. Then Maryland gets into a little bit of penalty trouble on their own. Three straight penalties back-to-back-to-back, and that gave Maine and their power play a little bit to work with, and they made no doubt about it as Brendan Gibbons, the captain, uh, gets his fourth of the uh, playoffs with a shot from the slot, ripped home past William Hackinson, and that is a tie hockey game there. Maine would actually outshoot. Uh, The Black Bears, 10-6. Of course, three power plays uh, will allow you to do that, uh, but William Hackinson was playing solid aside from that uh, one goal, kind of uh, weathered the onslaught, kept the Black Bears in this one as they go into the intermission, tied up at two. But that third period, they got themselves a nice quick start yet again and again. It worked out with uh, the board battles being won. And started with uh, Trey Scott putting the puck in, Braden Stannard with the retrieval, and Dimitri Keebru right down the slot. No one touched him. No one even saw him there. And he puts it home for his second of the playoffs, 33 seconds into the third. Stannard's fifth assist, Trey Scott's fourth assist, and the Black Bears are up 3 to 2. They would hold Maine uh, to only six shots in the period. They were doing a great job clogging up the neutral zone where the Black Bears and really frustrating. The the defenders for the Nordiques, the four-check was on the Nordiques puck carriers and their outlet passes, really not giving them many options, and that led to the fourth goal just past the halfway point as Gunnar Van Dam anticipates a breakout pass, steps up, picks it off from the top of the circles, rips one home for his second, all alone, and the Black Bears up 4-2. to two. Rally Great Granny is probably loving that. And then uh, Black Bears fans were loving it, too, as Hackinson and the defense did the rest. And 4-2, to two, the final, Black Bears take this one. A huge, huge win for them to get the first uh, win of this final series of the East Division. Hackinson with 20 saves in the victory. You move on to Game 2, and, of course, this would be one of the tougher games uh, probably the Black Bears would have to face. Maine is going to uh, put everything they have at them. According to uh, Matt Pinshevsky, the head coach of the Maine Nordiques, the Black Bears actually didn't win game one. The Nordiques lost it. So I don't, you know, I don't know how the Black Bears felt about that. Uh, But, uh, you know, that's got to be a little bit of uh, whiteboard material when you think about that. Uh, Of course, this was nothing out of tail. This is from the Luston Sun Journal. Great work by Nathan Fournier there working from afar to be able to uh, get those quotes from the Nordiques head coach and circled that into what they had there. So Maine was going to come out firing. They were going to stick to their plan. They were going to make things happen for themselves and try to get some momentum going back up to their home set of the series. Did it work? An early penalty against Maine probably said no, and Gabriel Wessling emphatically said no. As he takes a, uh, a nice little wrister through traffic, gets through everyone and Thomas Haney for his second of the playoff. Gunnar Van Dam, third assist. Brandon Piku, six to six on the power play. Black Bears up one to nothing early. Black Bears got 18 shots in the frame on Thomas Haney, and Haney was stymieing them outside of that power play goal. So, solid effort by the Black Bears offense, but nothing to show for it after the Westling goal in the first period and not to be outdone at the other end William Hackinson made four crucial saves in the first period out of the nine shots that he saw uh stretching side to side just going post to post being able to get the glove up being able to get his body in front of it even though it looked like he was a little bit out of position he was able to recover properly to keep it up and keep his sheet clean uh, to start the frame and start the first period and all that fun stuff. Second period, 135 in, Black Bears again. They get another quick goal and this one a bit of an odd odd duck as some people would say as Brandon Piku just in the is at the side of the net just throws it at net. And it I guess it deflected off of Samuel Stitz somehow some way and Stitz gets credit for his fourth goal of the playoff, Piku his seventh assist. Black Bears up 2 to nothing on a very odd bounce, but the bounce Bounces going the way of the Black Bears. You love to see it from a piney orchard standpoint, and uh, of course, Black Bears getting into it again. Sean Kilcullen getting onto the party as he gets a uh, shot on net from the point, gets through everybody for his second of the playoffs. Black Bears up three to nothing. Cullen all alone. And Black Bears up three to nothing. Black Bears though would have a little bit of a bounce against them, as a little bit of penalty trouble towards the end of the frame really got uh, Maine going, and it ended uh, in one part. While one of the penalties did end uh, right after it, Oliver Janes puts home his second of the playoff on a backdoor play, bang bang, and Maine three to one cutting into the Black Bears lead. But Black Bears would shut the door after that and keep it three to one going into the second intermission. Black Bears open the third period on the PK, and they were able to kill that off. And right after they killed that off, hey, look, it's Adam Shankula with a nice little shot. Throws it on net. It bounces off of the uh, blocker of uh, Thomas Haney. He blockers it away right into Shankula, and then it goes into the net. For his first of the playoff, you got to love it. Jesse Horacek gets an assist. His first of the playoff, Black Bears up 4-1. to one. The bounces go in the Black Bears' way. Um, for as many times as the bounces have gone against the Black Bears, a very welcome uh, surprise for Maryland for sure. A little bit of uh, scrums and uh, some extracurriculars going on between Maine and Maryland uh, towards the middle of the frame. Maine was trying all they could to go ahead and make sure that they they try to get some momentum going into it. But Hackinson and the defense get in front of, front of shots, blocking shots from the uh, defensive por- uh, portion. Hackinson making some key sta- saves and key stops, knowing when to freeze the puck and slow the momentum down uh, rather than make this a, uh, a uh, horse race, even though it was Derby Day. Uh, he was able to quell and uh, control the game in that aspect. And uh, then at the end of it, Black Bears had a couple of chances at the open net. Uh, when the Nordiques pulled their goalie seemingly way too late when they had about two minutes remaining, under two minutes remaining. They pulled him. A couple chances, uh, two of them by Dimitri Kibru. The third one he would not miss as uh, Riley Rue with a nice little alley-oop to a breaking Kibru, and he puts it into the empty net for his third of the playoffs. Rue's second assist and Trace Johnson, who uh, in that game, Trace Johnson had a solid game on the uh, offensive side, uh, breaking into the zone. Clogging up the uh, the boards making sure his team was able to get line changes make sure his team was able to get opportunities he was solid on the four check even in a th- that defensive role I think that his uh, his play should be uh, greatly uh, greatly admired for what happened on Saturday he gets his first assist of the playoffs and the Black Bears get the W most importantly. 28 saves for William Hacketts And the Black Bears go in this, uh, go up two games to nothing in this best of five final. And uh, now it shifts to Maine. And the key portion of this now is that you, as a team, have one more win, and it's probably going to be the toughest win uh, uh, at to this point to get it done. Uh, going up to Maine is not a uh, walk in the park. I mean, obviously, home ice advantage is home ice advantage for a reason. Nordiques play very well there. And I think the, at this point in time, the Black Bears are going to have to find that extra gear. And they almost have to play this like it's another weekend. I mean, the way that the schedule has been spaced out for these final division final rounds has the ability to give you the idea that, okay, this was one series and just play it like the regular season. There's no midweek game. There's no rush for that. You can all, you know, just play it like another regular season weekend from there. So Black Bears have uh, two attempts in Maine to get it done. Game three on Friday, a 6 p.m. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern start. And then on Saturday, if necessary, the Black Bears will play Maine at 1.30 p.m. And if necessary from there, uh, Piney Orchard will be a buzzing on Sa- uh, Sunday night, 6 o'clock. I do believe, at Piney Orchard. If not, get there early. Get there. It's a Mother's Day. You take your mom out to a hockey game, if necessary. Let's hope it doesn't get that way and people can spend time with their moms and revel in the fact that the Black Bears are going to the Robertson Cup Final Four. Uh, That's pretty awesome from that. So the key thing for the Black Bears is just maintain the focus. Don't let the 2-0 series lead mean anything to you. Make it like you were down 0-2 for Pete's sake. Play with that desperation. Play with that drive. Play with that hunger that you've had the first five games of the playoffs so far. And to really finish it off, it's going to take a whole team effort. And I think we've seen this from this Maryland Black Bears team that uh, there's a lot of guys who can contribute on this. I think there was 10 guys who had points on Saturday's game. Brandon Piku, the only one with multiple points uh, for this uh on on Saturday's game. Braden Stannard had multiple points the night before. Just up and down the lineup. Everyone has been contributing in a big way. And if it's even if it's not on the score sheet, it's what they're doing off the puck as well. Christian Catalano on the four check, trying to get pucks deep. Uh, hasn't hasn't scored as much as he did in the regular season, but he's doing the other little things properly uh, to go ahead and get things going for the rest of his team. Brad McNeil, another guy who had a great first round, who's doing the little things in the zone, face off wins, uh, giving up the body. He has a nice, he had a nice little cut on his chin after Friday's game, a nice little wound of attrition that he has going on there. So, I mean, everyone's doing their part to get things going from the top to the bottom. So it's it's keeping that mentality, keeping that that uh, family aspect, forget about me, I love you situation going in this team because this is a special team, and you can see this in the way that they have been playing, the way that each guy is supporting everybody else on that team, the roles that they're doing to keep that mentality going into Lewiston on Friday night is going to be huge, um, and there's a, there's there's still work to do. There's still work to do. It's the first of three wins. It's 2 nothing. Got to get that third win. It's going to be the toughest one, especially with the team that's got their backs up against the wall and playing at home. So they'll have a little boost that way. So if you can get up to Lewiston, I say take the trip. It's about eight hours. It's about eight hour trip uh, from, uh, from at least from my, my hometown in Glen Burnie all the way up to Lewiston. Uh, Glen Burnie is a couple miles north of Odington. So to calculate that as you will. Uh, but if you got the chance, go up there, support your team. Uh, the, the, the supports are always nice. Um, the uh, the support that they had in Northeast for that final game was really cool to see from afar. And uh, you know what? Go out and see uh, Maine. I know Johnny P will be up there. His flight leaves Thursday morning. So he will be up there to take some photography. And uh, him and uh, Jim Harding have done a great job chronicling the season via pictures so far. So awesome to see their work and those guys getting he- to head up there uh, for some tings. So if you have the chance to go check it out. Go check it out. Go take the trip. Go see Maine. It's beautiful this time of year. I hear uh, my allergies wouldn't have it. But if you can't, uh, you can be like me and see it on Hockey TV as uh, we will. they will have coverage of that 6 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, 1.30 p.m. if necessary on Saturday, and 6 o'clock on Sunday if completely necessary. Hopefully they can get it done before that and everyone can enjoy their Mother's Day. So, um that's all we got. And hey, any of that does if you're on the run, if you're if you're if you're just out and about and you're like, hey, listen, I got some things to do. Uh follow their socials at Black N A H L on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Defending Den MBB. I have game updates and a little little quirkiness there. So yeah, good times to be had. But that'll do it. We will be here next week by Hooker by Crook. We will be chronicling the rest of the East Division final. And then see where we go from there. See what happens next. see, see, see what's going on. We'll talk next week and uh, you know, don't w- I'm not necessarily a uh, a uh, a superstitious person. but you know, we'll not talk about it until we talk about it. How's that? So we'll talk about it next week. I'm Scotty Waz. take care of yourself and someone else uh, this has been defending the den part of the face off hockey show media faction and podcast monsters. I appreciate everything you guys do to listening to me and supporting things and all the other fun stuff supporting the team. It's a great time had by all. It's a great community that we have here in the Maryland Black Bears realm uh, defending Den MBB is where it is at on the Twitter. And uh, clutchandcrabhockey.com and facebook.com slash clutchandcrabhockey. We will talk to you next week. We will figure out where we go from there. Cheer on your Black Bears loud and proud. Make sure you uh, do this team proud as this this team has done proud for you. I think that's something. I don't know. I I just made it up. A lot of Arnold Palmer iced tea has been flowing, so kind of move it from there you guys have a wonderful rest of your week let's go black bears and we'll talk to you next time through peace